Well, good morning. It's been a really long time since I have um, been on my podcast. This is Emily Lewis. Welcome back to the Sorry Less Podcast. It's August 25th, 2023. I'm going to do my best to just post this sucker without editing because I'm a little edited out. Um, <laughs> so here's the deal. I took a big break from podcasting because I scored a gig on um, through voiceover. Uh, I scored a voiceover gig, which was narrating a novel. I have had so much fun doing this. It has done a lot for me in kind of a ways I didn't expect. It gave me this sense of purpose um, while also meeting that need for creative output, um, which a lot of times those two things don't coincide. Um, and, you know, I'm sure there's a lot we could say about that, but it is there. That's what it is for me. So this gave me purpose while also getting to be creative and then it also allowed me to really hone in on my acting skills and um, kind of go back to my roots and remember who I am. And when nobody's watching, it seems like I can do some pretty cool stuff. Um, and I've really enjoyed the process. The reason for the sadness in my voice right now is something really wild happened yesterday. And this is really what prompted me to come back back to my podcast I have content and um, also the event in itself has allotted me some time <laughs> so a little background um, first of all speaking of background you can probably hear the washing machine whirring um, this is spontaneity and uh, I didn't want to think too long before jumping on here um, jumping on here that's what we say now isn't it uh, I didn't want to think too long you know I just wanted to do it. So the washing machine is going. I'm holding a moderately hot coffee in my hands. Not too hot in that I actually can hold it um, with the palm of my hand. I'm just giving you a visual. I'm in my sound booth, which is different for the podcast. Usually I am either in my office, which I... I'm getting a phone call. That's fun. <clears throat> it's not who I was hoping it would be. It's a creditor. No, it's the, uh, it is kind of a creditor. Let's see. Sorry, can't talk right now. There we go. Don't you love that one? We really need to talk about those customized auto reply messages. Um, or not customized, canned. So I'm in my recording booth. It's about a, well, man, four, four by three by seven feet tall, maybe, perhaps booth. I put up some twinkle lights. I've, you know, in the tiny amount of space that I have to move around, I've put in a really cool little stool that looks like it was made out of a burl, a log, you know, and that holds my coffee, my water, my cell phone holder, my cell phone. And then I've got um, a little stand I stole from the living room. It's a nesting table, but it's the tallest one. And it's now my little office and it holds my, um, my recording studio contents, my DAW, my DAW, my computer. I can't think of what that stands for right now. 
various microphones and then a music stand, which I got for free um, off my free site uh, that has it's like a music stand, but it's my script holder and it actually holds my laptop. So that's what I've got. Oh, and a mic stand, a gorgeous mic and some quote cards that I put in here strategically, but I don't remember what they say. So, uh, easily distracted. That is me squirrel. I'm going to read these quote cards then I'm going to get into a little bit of context and how I got here and where I am. And then we're going to talk about it. So these cards uh, were a gift from Jimmy in a box set, and evidently at some moment these were touching me, so I put them in here to find. And it's a, number one, I listen with love to my body's messages. This morning my body wanted a nap. I took it. Um, I take a nice deep breath and release all resistance to healing. That's a really good one. <sighs> Right now I'm in a shame spiral. Boo, I'm just keeping you on the edge of your seat. Aren't you loving it? Uh, my mind is a powerful healing tool. It is. And that's why I came into my recording booth today. Because I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to just lie in bed and mope. Even though I really want to. And scroll. Doom scroll. I'm going to pick myself up by the bootstraps. Here we go. All right. Every day I choose to send loving, healing energy to the planet. What I do with my mind makes a difference. Excuse the deep breath, but I'm not sorry for going off topic a little bit here today. Um, and speaking of unapologetic and being such, this is the Sorry Less podcast. And I have a lot of people ask me, well, what are you not sorry for? What are you not sorry for? Be sorry less, right? Well, listen, I am, I don't have a clear, concise answer for that. What I can tell you is that we all apologize too much. We use apology flippantly. We use it ashamedly. We use it to cover our tracks. We use it to silence people, to silence ourselves. And I want that to slow down. Because when we're sorry, we should really be sorry. Let's not overuse the word. So today, I'm going to take it episode by episode, and today I'm going to be sorry less for maybe oversharing, for maybe my mouth artifacts. You're going to hear some clicking, which if you're anything like me, drives you nuts. Drink some water. <laughs> Helps reduce mouth artifacts. Or in my case today, coffee. It's always coffee. Anyway, that's what I'm sorry less for today. Sorry less. I'm not going to be so sorry for rambling, oversharing, and mouth artifacts. All right. Um, I think I'm always going to not be sorry for rambling. To ra to know my to know my rambling is to love my rambling. Anywho, usually people track it. My people can track it. My people. And if you can't track it, maybe you're. Oh damn! I just dropped my cards. Maybe that was a sign. I can read the top one, and it says, Every day I choose to send love, healing energy to the planet. Send loving, healing energy to the planet. What I do with my mind makes a difference. So I'm taking another deep breath on that because 
The power of the mind really is so significant. I'm studying actually or learning about manifesting and quantum physics right now. Um, I, in that I've bought a bunch of really pretty books and I'm going to start reading them. Um, no, I'm holding one on my lap right now. I have started reading called Spiritual Activator by Oliver Nino. A friend of mine recommended it and she just raves about it. So far it's really great. Um, but I'm only... 13 pages in. I have it here because we might need to reflect on that. So back to the topic at hand. What brings me to my sound booth today? Well, as I mentioned, I haven't been here on the podcast for some time because I've really been dedicated to this job. I booked a narrating a novel. Um, The novel, I don't think anybody cares if I share this, but if you do, I'm going to grip my teeth. The novel is called Son of Secrets. And it's book two of a three-part series. I am imagining without knowing for sure that the this book is coming out and then the first book would come out as the prequel, perhaps, and then the next book, the last book would come out as the sequel. Um, and it's sci-fi fantasy genre. They were looking for somebody to read it directly, but be able to perform the various characters and there are many characters and I auditioned and I got it and it was the fourth audition I got the second gig I booked uh, excuse me the fourth audition I submitted and the second thing I booked through ACX not an ad audible the best way I can describe it is like audible's back end like how they hire people you know how they find their narrators so I've been working with the publisher my publisher really, really nice company. I won't mention them. And the nice, um, really nice gentleman I've been working with throughout this. Now, we've never had a phone conversation. We've only communicated through the ACX um, platform. And there was a time where I believe those messages were coming to my inbox. But I, I don't want to make excuses, but I do get a little email makes me feel crazy. Sometimes I get very disorganized, very distracted. Um, I think it has to do with a learning disability, probably the ADHD, but I'm not great at managing my inboxes or certainly not at multiple inboxes. I'm great at managing one, which is why if it's important, I tell you to email me at work, um, Emily at livingwithm.com because I'm also a life insurance agent. No, seriously, I'm a life insurance agent. We should talk about that. Um, And I work daily as a life insurance agent. And so that just kind of plays into this because I did have to divide my time strategically, obviously, to read a novel and work that old job that pays. So so I booked this novel and it was really exciting for a number of reasons. You can like most of them are obvious. I'm, you know, working in my craft. I'm it's a new endeavor. It's really exciting. I get to act. I get to read. And it's just a super great job for all reasons you would imagine. And I check in with my publisher. We'll call him Frank periodically. And as I understood, I needed to submit the first 15 minutes, the 15 minute checkpoint. A lot of assignments will tell you what the checkpoints are. 
Um, well, they do, actually. The assignment tells you what the checkpoints are once you sign the contract. It's like, okay, you owe us the first 15 minutes, then you owe us chapters one through three by such and such date, four through six by such and such date, right? And so on and so forth. And then publish date is, live date is, you know, July 6th, all right? So I get this job booked in April, and I have a handful of very small handful, I should say, of checkpoints. The first one is a 15-minute checkpoint, and the next one is the submission date. So it's basically saying we want we want to make sure that you sound good for the 15 minutes, and then once you're approved, read the book. Okay, so this is how I understand it to be. This is my very first experience. Okay, not making excuses, just giving context. So I do the 15-minute checkpoint. It gets approved. I'm in communication with Frank. And then um, my family and I are going to on vacation mid-June. Now, I'm working on the book. I'm still trying to find my rhythm. I've got until July 6th to finish this. I reach out around the, I don't know, 10th of June, and I say, look, I'm going on vacation. I'm prepared to work on vacation on this book, but I just want to make sure I'm doing this right. Am I doing it right? Am I truly supposed to be editing, which I don't, don't know that I mentioned. When you narrate a book, you edit it like fully ready to be listened to by whoever purchases the audiobook. Okay. So I'm sure there's something that happens, but my sound has to be checked. Like I have to meet certain sound specifications. And for somebody who's recorded and, and narrated an audiobook before, this is like, do you take cream or sugar in your coffee? Do you set your DB at X or your DB at Y? Like it's just not a big deal. But for somebody who's very brand new or maybe somebody like yourself who's never even heard of nine out of ten things that I've mentioned here, um, it's another language. Um, but it is definitely something you're expected to know. And so there was a steep learning curve. But once those 15 minutes got approved, I was like, I can handle anything. I've got some friends who are like actual audio engineers, not just posing as them like myself. Um, and they can help and they've offered to and this and this and this. So... I write him in the middle of June and I go, hey, listen, I'm going on this trip. What do you think? Am I doing it right? Am I actually supposed to be editing it? It feels like it's taking much longer than I anticipated. And he says, yes, you're doing it right. I know it's gruesome. It's your first one. You're learning to give yourself a break. And with that being said, I'm going to give you until September 30th. <gasps> what? I was floored. He goes, it's in order. Don't work on vacation. Chill out. It's fine. And I was like, what? He's like, that's almost a three-month extension. I'm like, I know. Somebody pinched me. This is amazing. I can take a breath. Wow, I feel so good. Okay, great. So I go on vacation. I work very minimally on it um, and took a little bit of time off. And then I get back into it. And I am just plugging away. I read uh, I did a lot of reading, so I had a ton of editing to do. So probably not the best way. Probably wouldn't do it a, the same way next time, but whatever. I had hours and hours and hours and hours of audio recorded. So they say that for every one hour you read, like every one hour of produced audio takes two hours to read. And then every one hour 
of red audio takes three hours to edit, okay? Me, it probably took five hours per one hour. I mean, it's been crazy. I haven't really timed it, but it's wild. And I've made a lot of social media posts like, look, I'm editing again. I'm editing again. I'm editing again. But all, all of this to say, I really have been enjoying it. Even though it's tedious and extremely time consuming, it's really fun. And I'm doing a great job at it. And the book sounds good. And I'm excited. And like I said, it's giving me purpose. And it's so, it's just exciting. And also, I'm not getting paid. Okay. Like this is, this is the, this is showbiz, baby. Like you, you got to show that you're worth something and then you get paid. You don't get paid and, and then they hope you show up. No, it does not work like that. I wish it did, but it doesn't. So the way that I'm getting paid is called a royalty share and it's based on the book's sales and there's no sales until the book is produced. So I'm doing all of this free of charge. Not really free of charge, but free of charge. Like I'm not making a darn dime, right? So let's see, where are we in the story? I come back to the book. I'm hustling. Wash is done. I don't know the song, I guess. Do, 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 do. Beautiful. Billy, can you switch the clothing over to the dryer and add the dry clothes to the wash? calling my butler Billy um he likes when I speak British to him okay and where am I bring it back bring it back trying not to edit this podcast um because I'm tuckered out from editing because because of the book so I have edited let's see I have read hours and hours and hours, and now I just have an assignment, sit down and edit, right? So I'm doing that, and then something starts to happen. I start to catch up with my narrated hours, and I got to go back into the sound booth. And this time, I'm like, okay, I'm going to record, and then I'm going to edit, and then I'm going to record, and then I'm going to edit. So I reach a point. There are 416 pages in this book. I get to page 376. I have officially edited everything that I have recorded. And now I want to start uploading this. And I'm thinking it's August 25th. This is yesterday. It's August 25th. I'm going to get this totally turned in by August 30th because he was right. Frank was right. I'm in the flow. This just this just gets easier as I go because I learn how to do it. And then I'm going to turn this in a month early and they're going to be thrilled. This is literally my mindset. So I go into upload it and I see that I have four messages in my mailbox, my ACX mailbox. And I'm like, first thought is, oh, I guess Frank reached out. And or and then I'm like, oh, maybe it's spam. Well, I go in and I just see project has been canceled. Your project has been canceled. 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 What? what? Like one fell swoop, guys. I'm saying I finally, I say to Jimmy, eight hours, 44 minutes, 34 seconds of edited content, Jimmy. And he's like, that's incredible. I click over, I go to ACX, like I switch from GarageBand on my Mac to 
acx.com on Chrome. Like, real time, your project has been canceled. I'm like, I slapping myself. Like, this can't be right. Like, what? <laughs> what? So I go in and my eyes are glazing over. I am having a full body. Like, my brain is like, no, you're misreading it. This is a dream. This is a nightmare. Pinch yourself. What? There's an error. There's a typo. This was like an outage, Hurricane Hillary, something, ah, COVID. Ah, I don't know what's happening. So I'm reading. I'm trying to read, but like my world is closing in and there's basically two mess. First of all, there's a message that came in from him on July 11th. It's August 25th. That's a month and a half ago. And it says, checking in. Um, hope you had a great vacation. Need you to start uploading the chapters. I didn't do that. Nor did I even read his flipping message. Then the next message came in on August 18th, I believe, about a week ago. And it said, notice of cancellation or something to that effect. And then I have a letter from Frank and it says, um, I hope. You're doing great. To say I'm deeply disappointed is an understatement. Um, it was a couple paragraphs long. Should I read it? Should I read it? Maybe I'll just say some highlights. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it easily. Okay. So. Intent to, intent to cancel contract. I hope this finds you well and that you've had a good vacation. To say I'm deeply disappointed is an understatement. I was so happy to work with you and push the deadline back to give you the necessary time to do the project, both for the, both for the quality as well, as so it would not interfere with your day job. Even when you said you were going on vacation, it was great with you wanting, um, with you waiting to get back before you restarted. The only thing I asked is that you post chapters as they were finished, so I could review as they were completed, and you were good with that. Then I didn't hear anything. So I sent in a check-in message several weeks ago. To this date, I have yet to receive a response. So I am sending this message to inform you I am requesting that ACX cancel this contract so, so that I might get a responsible producer on this project. The fact is you made a commitment and then another commitment to me with a very extended time frame. It is apparent you do not honor your commitments. Good luck to your future. Frank. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Whew. Even reading it right now, I'm just like, what the hell? What the fuck? And I have a friend who just lost her job this week, and she said the perfect thing. The rug was pulled out from under me, and that's what this felt like. And I'm going back through my mind, and, and I'm thinking of all the times that Jimmy – asked me if I should be uploading. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And I didn't. And I can't even give you a reason why. And I feel like I know that he asked me to upload it. But I also feel like he didn't really care if I didn't. And I don't know where that came from. I don't know where that came from. I want to think of excuses and I want to you know, quantify that thought, and I can't. Or qualify, I should say, qualify that thought, and I can't. I don't know. I just don't know. 
And I'm very ashamed and very disappointed and really sad and really heartbroken. This has been four plus months of my life and the amount of time sucks. But what hurts more, I think, what sucks more is like the loss, the loss of the project. I mean, I am really holding out hope that the power of the mind, I did write a reply and I'm going to share that uh, maybe. <laughs> it might be just like way too much, but I'm going to share it because I feel like we're all capable of making this mistake. I think we ha- we all have this in us. Um, and maybe obviously not this exact mistake and maybe not specifically glossing over a direct request from your boss and then, um, you know, being terminated for it. Um, but the mistake of thinking you were, you were on the right path, because I really did. I, I really did. I really, honest to God, thought I was going to bl- knock their socks off. And, you know, I, I went back and I retraced the messages back and forth. I reread them. And, yeah, he, he said to do that. And I, I can't find it, but I'm sure I said, okay, yeah, you got it. I'm sure. I'm just not sure what happened next. So um, I want to share this story mostly just to get it off my chest because it sucks and I'm, I don't really know how I would explain all of this on social media or um, like in a reel or a quick little story because, but it is, I feel, I feel vulnerable as always, pretty typical of me. Um, but it's like a protected vulnerable. Like I feel like sharing, but I don't want to be chastised. And this is very safe. This this uh, forum of my podcast is like I can talk and you can't talk back. Or if you do, I can't hear you. <laughs> so I'm just getting real, getting raw, getting vulnerable, getting truthful. Um, you know, I think this is just a lot of it it really exemplifies me and who I am and how my brain works and I think ah I gotta practice having grace with myself and I'm practicing putting one foot in front of the other and keeping my chin up and my tits out as my birthday my favorite birthday card says and I hope and Set the intention that this will have a good result and this will be a really hard lesson to learn, but that I will get to produce my book. This book, not my book. I didn't write the book, but it did say written by in the author's name and then read by Emily Lewis on Audible, and that was something I was really proud of. It doesn't say that anymore. The contract has been canceled. All evidence that I had anything to do with this is gone. So... Yeah, really tough. So I'm going to read my response back. And to that, I wrote... Oh, my earbuds just fell out. I wrote two messages. 
in response to the first two messages I saw, but they were like, they made, they made sense, but they were a mess. And so after I had like a minute to compose myself, then I wrote this. Dear Frank, I don't even know why I'm making his name up. I'm pretty sure his name is made up anyway, but because I cannot find him. I scoured. Mind you, if you're wondering, like, why didn't you just call Frank? I would love to. I would love to. I scoured the internet for Frank's information, for the publishing company's contact information, phone number. I don't want an email. I want a phone number. And I cannot find diddly dilch. Probably by design. Um, Dear Frank, I'm not sure where to begin. Please forgive my rambling in my previous two messages. Just having reached a major milestone, my reading and recording caught up with each other. Yay! Then learning my contract had been canceled, both within five minutes of each other, I was a bit frazzled to say the least. Now that I have had a moment, now that I have had a moment to gather myself, I hope you are willing to read this message, for it has come to my attention I have made a huge mistake. I was of the impression this book was due in its completed state by September 30th. I thought that it didn't matter how I did what I did just as long as it just as long as I submitted it ready for you by 9:30. This is where evidently my reading comprehension lacks in a big way because it wasn't until just a few minutes ago after rereading our communication prior to my June vacation I now see that you requested one thing, one small thing, and that was to upload my completed chapters. I did not see this request before. That's all I can say. I have had the chapters beautifully edited with the exception of some missing words, which I intended to add in as a phase three. I am deeply regretful and to say I feel foolish is an understatement. Countless times throughout this process, my husband has asked and re-asked when I was going to make those final fixes and submit them to you. And I insisted you weren't asking for anything. I'm not even sure where I got that from. I thought, hold on, I can't see anymore. Oh. I thought if I had this project completed and turned it into you by the end of August, which is still how I am trending, you would be thrilled it was a month ahead of schedule and we could iron out the kinks then. I'm hoping beyond hope that you will give me another chance to make this right. I'm so dedicated to this project. It brings me more joy and purpose than I can express. My father was just visiting my family this past weekend, and I was so proud to share my work with him. He was proud and impressed and all the things a woman, yet always a girl, wants her dad to be when it comes to her craft. He too asked, shouldn't, be, shouldn't I be submitting stuff as I go? I had been so certain this wasn't necessary, I just brushed it off. It wasn't until I came onto this site to try and correct my audio issues per ACX resources that I saw the messages and canceled contracts from you and the publishing company. I did have my email synced so that I would receive messages regardless of whether or not I was logged on to ACX. I thought anyway, I'm not sure what happened, but I never saw a message from you. In any case, Frank, if there is any part of you the publishing company or the author that would allow me to finish my job. I promise you this is work I am proud of and I am right there as it is nearly complete. This is a lesson that hurts and I am deeply regretful of my errors. Being inattentive has had its repercussions, but this is by and large the worst mistake it has brought me. Please allow me to fix this. I will not mess up again. Thank you for your time, Emily. So that's all I got. And now I'm like a junior high kid refreshing my page, but just waiting by the phone because, you, you know, yuck, yuck, if you know, you know, um, hoping for a reply. And I'm 
I still, after I got this message last night, I still started tidying up my chapters and I can't let this die. Like, I can't let this go. I'm just, the amount of memory on my computer alone for all the saved copies I have of this book, it's just brutal. Absolutely brutal. And it sucks. It sucks. So I don't know what to say other than if you have royally effed up before like me right now um I know I know it'll be okay I I'm not sure that I'll figure out the reason for this but um I don't even know. It just sucks. It sucks, and I'm looking for healing energy, so send it my way. And it's nice to come back in front of the mic and just kind of talk a little bit. I think it's very human. I think this is a very human error. Um, You know, the gift of gab doesn't always uh, present solutions that we want, right? Like, I definitely know I have a way with words. I know that I can persuade, but I feel like they may be pretty set in their decision and I'm trying to figure out how to come to terms with with that um yeah my eyes have been on the prize this better still be recording the entire duration of this process like um having a sense of purpose I I really highlight that because when you're at an self-employed individual like myself, and I have been for a really long time, I really don't have anybody to answer to. And when I make a mistake, I can just use an excuse, truly. And because my clients, they don't work together. They don't have each other to talk to and be like, oh my God, is she always like this? Because I ultimately am friends. You know, my clients become friends. And so if I am a few minutes late to a call, Because anyway, it doesn't matter. What I'm trying to say is I've never had anybody to answer to. Very seldom do I have to answer to anybody. And in this case, I did. And because I did, it gave me a sense of purpose and it lifted my, I don't know what, I don't know how to say it. Like it just, it grew my creative heart. And I just keep, you know, creativity begets creativity. If you're a creator, you know my mind keeps thinking of all the different things I want to do and I'm going to do once this project is finished. And if I didn't have this publisher, um, you know, my boss, basically, who had expectations of me, even though they were different in my mind than what they actually were, then I would abandon this project and go work on something else because that's the inattentive ADHD in me. Like I just, ooh, I just get another idea and hobbies become uh, just hobbies. They don't become anything else, which is fine. It's perfectly healthy. But in a mind like mine, I'm always thinking like how big and how great, and how wonderful can I make this? And so therein lies the problem with that. But when I have a publisher like Frank, who's expecting things from me, it keeps my eyes on the prize. So if I am over here, you know, daydreaming about uh, a marketing campaign or being a content creator, which I often am, I go, okay, listen, you can create that content, but for now you got to finish this book. And so every day I'd be like, oh, I really want to go create some content. Um, 
be like, no, work on this book for two hours and then you can go create your content. You know, work on this book. And I've been doing this. I've been setting a timer for an hour working on the book, then going and working at my desk for two hours on insurance. And um, I've just developed a lot of wonderful habits as far as toggling between professional and creative and blending the two worlds. So it's been a really positive experience until this bomb dropped. Woo. Well, yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. My coffee's getting cold. To close this out, I'm going to open my spiritual activator book to a random page. And I'm going to just put my finger on a line on one of them. And it actually brings me to third eye chakra. Located in the middle of your forehead, in the space between your eyes, your third eye correlates with intuition, a place of spiritual and physical being, uh, sorry, psychic being. An open and balanced third eye means you're in tune with the spiritual and energetic world around you. And this is where exactly where my finger landed. And you're able to access the positive sides of most situations. Well, would you look at that? Truth. Truth. <sighs> trying. Trying. So... Saying this for you, for me, I'm going to take this podcast. We're going to shut it up. I'm going to go make my bed. I'm going to take a shower and get ready for the day. And I'm going to go work on insurance and try to get my mind off of this and hope that I have a wonderful update for you very soon. All right. Well, listen, this has been great. I feel good to have returned and I'm smiling now and I wasn't smiling when I started. So there's a, there is my positive spiritual activator for you. Oliver Nino, five steps to clearing, unblocking and protecting your energy to attract more love, joy and purpose. All right. This is the spiritual, this is the spiritual activator. Maybe it is. Maybe I am the spiritual activator. I'm Emily Lewis. This is the Sorry Less podcast. Thanks for listening.